Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Unapologist Podcast. Tonight, we have the sugar cereal to your Saturday morning cartoons, Christopher Polson. Oh, the sugar cereal. But you know what you are? You're what when like the you're you're when the good cereal goes on sale, so mum buys it, so you get like one weekend of like cinnamon toast crunch. Like that's you. You're the one weekend, man. Oh, that's right. I'm only good for a weekend. Vito McKenzie on this end. <laughs> there we go. Starting off strong. Oh, there we go. How how are we doing this week, Chris? You know, I was thinking about our most recent episode and I said, hey, things are great. We're in class. Things are going good. Well, we're not in class anymore. Students have gone back online. We're making it through. So many of our guests have said teachers are amazing. And I hate to use the term because I've heard it so many times, but you know what I'm going to say, Vito. I mean, the pivot is real. The pivot is real. Oh. How are you doing, sir? You know what? I started Octomester 7, which Octomester is the second, seven. Last, second last course of the year. And I've been very fortunate that my last groups, all my groups this year have been amazing. And I I'm, I'm, feel like I'm really finishing on a strong note. We're all pretty tired, but you know what? It's It's been quite a year. and uh, quite It has memorable. been. Uh, but I could go on, but wh- why are we still talking? We don't want to hear about me and you. Everyone yeah, knows about no, you and I. It's not a, yeah. like, who cares? Who cares? For we have a treat today. Day. Like, a serious treat. Like, I've been yeah. excited for this one for like I a had month. six cups of coffee today just to get me geared up enough to <laughs> talk with this amazing too. person we have with us. No, you're really in for a treat. We have someone who's been teaching for close to 30 years, K-12 to in many subject areas, Taking on leadership roles, department head, instructional PD coach, mentor, district program coordinator, on top of which won multiple lifetime achievement awards in education and is an international rock star, literally what? rock star. One has won multiple Canadian music awards, has worked in the music industry, has sold out stadiums, millions of fans over his career all while being a teacher, working as an author and consultant for leading educational publishing companies in Canada, the U.S., and Europe. Tonight, documentary based on this man, 25 years of him, Pourquoi Francais, the accidental rock star. Chris, on the show tonight, we have Stephen Etienne Langlois. Etienne on the show. The show. Welcome to the show, Etienne. It's so great to have you. Hey, welcome, uh, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. I've been so excited about this. <laughs> I think that, uh, I guess, since you guys are bowls of cereal, I'll just be the Pop-Tarts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Try to fit in somehow. <laughs> You're the whole balanced but, breakfast there. We're, the, we're the, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're the weekday meal and your Sunday brunch, sir. Wow. <laughs> nice. But man, that that bio just made me want to take a nap. You, I, I really <laughs> would love your energy. So, oh my goodness, it's so good to have you on the show. All that you do, thank you for being here. And and, and you know, I mentioned, and although people can check out the documentary on you, titled "Pourquoi Parler Français," "Pourquoi Speak French," or "The Accidental Rock Star," which you should check out, we love to hear directly from our guests on their story. And so, take us through. What got you into teaching and kept you as a teacher uh, as you continued on with the many other extraordinary pursuits of your life? Yeah, really quickly, I'll do short version as best I can. Um, I never wanted to be a teacher. I 
I just never did. I was a class clown. I was the guy at the back of the class um, doing impressions um, and adding jokes when I thought class was boring. And I literally thought I was helping the teacher. I honestly always thought I was just helping the teacher out. Um, and <laughs> Taking the dry content just, and making oh, it a little more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Helping everybody else out. But uh, um, just, you know, never had that. I'm not one of those people who, you know, played school or pretended to be a teacher or um you know necessarily had you know a long list of teachers who changed their lives or not that's not my story at all i've had a couple that were impactful of course but not not like you know you hear so very often um so all i wanted to be was an rcmp officer so um for those of you outside of canada that's the royal canadian mounted police that's all i wanted to ever be and so i went to uh to university uh, at first criminology, but then, uh, actually the RCMP station local to where I'm at told me to get out of criminology, um, said that we don't want to deep program you from the university stuff and then have to reprogram you into the real cop stuff. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do? <laughs> they said, just take something that you're good at. I'm like, I don't know what I'm good at. All right. I'll take, I'll take French. Cause I thought an RCMP officer had to speak French. That so that's, this is the true story this is why I went to university and I switched criminology to French. So I did wow. that. And then, uh, my third year, because I only did a three-year degree, because I didn't want to be long, long there too long. Um, so I saw all my <laughs> friends, and they were going to this thing called Teachers College. And I'm like, you know what? What happens if I get shot or something? I need a back. <laughs> everybody needs. Everybody needs a backup plan. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna apply for this Teachers College thing. And so I, I got in, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is like the last place I want to be. Um, and then the very first uh, day of Teachers College, there was this mass meeting with all the, the new students. And there was a guy that was up there, and he was giving this, this speech. And I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, you know what? I could do this. I can do this. But I was like immediately thinking, but you know what? I am not going to be like the teachers that I had. I am going to be completely different. I am going to be completely different. And from that moment on, that's kind of how it started. And I had no idea how different I was going to be, but I didn't know all this was going to follow. But yeah, no. So that's how that's the start. I one of the things I really like about the story is you said right from the get go, I don't know what I'm good at. And how many people who are kind of trying to figure it out are thinking the exact same thing? I don't know what I'm good at. And yet you just kept going. Oh, I don't know what I'm good at. But they say this. I'll try it. Oh, yep. they're doing this. I might try that. And I think that's absolutely like uh, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, you, you, you follow, you, you follow your passions and you just, you keep moving forward. I love that. That's great, Chris. And where, whereabouts were you, you going to university? Cause you took a three year French program, right? Uh, yeah. University of Windsor. And okay. then uh, for teachers college, um, I got into my three choices, but one of them was Windsor. So I decided to stay home again, keep it easy. And, uh, <laughs> keep it easy. So sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then things just progressed from there. So amazing. I, that, that, that's wild. And, and I love the fact that you said right off the bat, you know what? I, I never want, wanted to be a teacher and you recognize that. So when you got into teachers college, you're like, I, I'm not going to do what bored me in school. I, I love how right. you, kept that trajectory that was fantastic yeah um, so then let's talk about your book now then rock your class now this is obviously <laughs> the culmination of all your teaching experience put together in one place so yeah, take us through yeah take, take us through the highlight reel it's the teaching and the touring awesome. i guess before i talk about the the book i should probably just sew in a little bit more of the story from where i left off is how i got to teacher's college 
because when I was in teacher's college, um, there was this, this, this is what kicked off the music side of me because the book itself is actually about how we are all teacher rock stars. So it basically covers my Hannah Montana life because I am a full-time teacher, but I'm literally a full-time rock star at the same time in the educational arena. But when I was in teacher's college, uh, one night I had, I realized I had an assignment due the next morning and I didn't know, uh, until that last moment. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I wrote a rap to cover the lesson plan that was supposed to be uh, handed in. I handed it in and I got an A plus and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I think I've stumbled across something here. So I did that a couple more times during teacher's college when I was stuck for something quick, I wouldn't make a song. And then when I started teaching my first year, I looked for music that would help my teenage students uh, learn French. And there wasn't any, there was nothing out there. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to make a few songs myself and uh, didn't let them know it was me. It was just songs to help them learn their grammar or vocabulary, just simple stuff. Well, I was just covering a maternity leave and that came up after seven months and I had become real, real partial to the whole idea of eating and having a roof over my head. And so I was like, what am I going to do? I need, I need a job. So I actually asked the French consultant of the, of the school district I was school district I was at. And I said, can I address the French teachers the next meeting so I can tell them that I'm available for the supply list so they can call me to be a supply teacher. Because back in the, those days, this is the early nineties, uh, you didn't just call in sick and the school district found somebody for you. You couldn't call in sick unless you found a supply teacher for you. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I thought, you know what, I'm going to share a couple songs that I did. So I shared some songs with those, those teachers and uh, just to show that, you know, I can be a good replacement for a day. Come on, you know, call me. (laughs) At least one day. I can't do too much damage in one day. Give me a day, man. Give me a day. And so what, what happens was they went all crazy about the music. Can we get copies of that, those songs? Hey, can we have that? Whatever. I tell you what, Chris and Vito, I never got one phone call. Really? <laughs> but, what? but I did I did go home and I made a bunch of, uh, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember what cassette tapes are, but I dubbed a bunch of cassette tapes and put the music on there. And uh, what happened was, word of mouth, they told their friends, their friends told their friends. And uh, long story short, now I literally tour all over the world. I've got 12 albums, lots of singles, and live the whole thing. Well, the book, the book basically is uh, stories from the road, from concerts, from all over New Zealand, Australia, all things like that. Really uh, cool, funny stories uh, from the classroom as well. And what I did was I took an A to, a to Z approach or A to Z approach where each chapter is a letter and it covers a specific strategy a really cool thing that you can do in the class but i start with a story from the road and then i talk about how i parlay that into a cool lesson plan no matter what subject area you teach i explain how to do it and then i add a qr code so you can just swipe it and the lesson plan plops on your lap so that's what it's about that just blew my mind. There's a QR code. And here, here's the lesson. Here's the story. Here's the lesson. So there's so much connection even with you not being in the room. Oh, the no. book's creating connections. I love it. Now, now, one thing I, I found interesting about that is you couldn't find work as a music and French teacher. Now, I'm in Ottawa. And in the 90s, when you were kind of coming out, that, that would have written your ticket to any job, any school, anywhere. Uh, that, that blows my mind. You couldn't find anything. Yeah, nothing in southwestern Ontario anyways. Uh, southwestern Ontario, like we'll just mm-hmm. jump the, the queue here for questions. It's a hard sell to get 
French to get students taking French, like you know what? He's right. Yeah, you're right. Yes, Ottawa is an easy sell. Like everyone takes Uh French. You want you line your kids up at the door for immersion, like government jobs, RCMP, like everything is here, right? So like that's a hard sell in in southwestern Ontario. So was was the music the key for you, or was there other things? (laughs) It honestly really was, Um, and that's why immediately I looked for music because um, that's that's my thing. So I was just like, you know, there's got to be something out there. And when there wasn't, I was like, I got to make it. And uh, like the press, all my career has labeled me as the Eminem of like educational music because <laughs> my music is very in your face. If you go to my shows, um, I think half the time the students are are cheering and screaming only because they're afraid I might hurt them if they don't. Um, because <laughs> I am running all over. Like, so I do sold out theaters and arenas. So I'll run up to the third balcony, you know, and I'm slapping hands and I'm singing and I'm rapping and I'm doing the, the whole thing. But the shows are loud. Like they are insanely loud. You know, like I mentioned in the, in the book, um, how one time one of the, the engineers said to me, said to me after one of the shows goes, you know, man, you were louder than the band that was here last night. And I was like, who's here last night? And they go, ah, oh, band from the UK, Queen. What? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. But it's not me, actually. The, it's the the students that are in the audience, right? When you get like 3,000 students together or 5,000 or whatever it is, they're going- and they're like singing your songs and they're, they're screaming, there's nothing we can even do on stage to have our music louder than them. So it's like, it is, it's crazy stuff. So you were louder than Queen. Yeah, the decibel levels of my shows are, and I don't want people not going to my shows anymore, but um, I just, <laughs> it's just, um, it's, again, it's because of the students. Like, they're just, like, so loud and into it, and and, and that's that's the energy that, that you want. And that that's what I, that's what the book is about. So that the book is about bringing that kind of energy, yeah. and you as a teacher don't have to be the guy on stage or the gal on stage, you know what I'm saying? It's not about that. It's about creating that passion and that energy so that the students become the student rock stars that you want them to be and that's always been my philosophy so um how the book came about was just basically so how the book came about basically was uh, there was a couple publishing companies that were saying to me you know you know you got to write a book you're a right book and and uh, my friend brian who is who owns and runs code breaker publishing said no guy you got to tell your story you have to share this stuff and so that's what I did. I was like, you know what? Then I'm going to absolutely tell my story. And I, I say things in the book that nobody's heard and in interviews like magazine or TV interviews and nothing like that. So I just lay it all out. I really think it's cool too. the whole idea of it doesn't matter if you're on the stage or if you're in the classroom, you're the one who initiates the energy. You bring the energy and then they just carry it over the threshold. And that's because of whether you're in the classroom or whether you're on the stage, if it's coming from you, your students are going to feed off that. Yeah. Well, I get so many, so, okay, so many times, okay, here's, here's how it goes. This is partly why the book, why I did the book in this direction? Because people, when they, I would get interviewed, would say, what's it like to be a teacher rock star? And I always answered, all teachers are rock stars. Like, I've always believed that. And just think of the parallels, right? Like, a teacher's a rock star. Your colleagues are your bandmates, right? The front of the class is the stage. The songs you do is like your learning goals that you're covering. The teacher voice is the speakers. You know, your years are, are, are of teaching are your, like your tour experience, right? Your students are your fan base. The school is a record label. I could go on and on and on. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you see the parallels? That's so, amazing. And Chris is a punk uh, rock performer as well. And so he, he like, the, the parallels are uncanny. Uh, no, it's, 
It, it is. I mean, I literally could go on and on. It's it's just it's really that way. So to me, it's not a, a big deal taking that energy from a live show and bringing it in when students are discovering different things, whether it's hands-on learning. And, and, and the stuff in the book is funny because people think, oh, this is a book about teaching music or teaching French. Because though I've taught every subject area under the sun, French is what I'm most known for. Um, but it's not. It's, it's every subject area. So the ideas that you'll see in, in the book... Are, are things like, you know, take your students outside, bury items in the ground, and then do an archaeological dig. How the students dig into the dirt, take the stuff, clean it off, draw it, label it, measure it, do those things, and then take the five items that they found and try to figure out as a class how those five items are tied in, but make five items that are related to whatever unit you're doing in, in history and science or whatever it is. But the students, they just to get lost in the energy of doing this archaeological dig. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And then when they put it all together and when you help them in that journey, they the learning becomes real. All right. And so that's, that's what the book's all about. I really pick up on this too. I mean, music is the passion for you, but the, the how you're saying this, like you're saying your teacher's the rock star and the colleagues are the band. And I love that because you can transition that to anything. If someone's really into art, you know, the students are your canvas. Your teaching is your paintbrush. And I just yes. love that mindset of passion because that's what it's got to be. That's where um, it is. The unapologist disclaimer, please don't paint on your students. Don't um, paint on the students. <laughs> yes, I just wanted to save Chris and Vito for future. I, I guess, you you know, when you bring this into the classroom, though, like I was I was a professional magician for 10 years. So being on the nice. stage and to performing, you kind of you get in that performer kind of attitude in the, in the front <laughs> of the classroom. But you also got to mitigate your own ego when you're doing this because your students really like I know as a magician they don't care. Like okay, great, you performed and you went around, who cares? Um it's not about you. Like how 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 do you keep your ego out of it in the classroom because you, no. you bring that passion there? Yeah, it's it's actually not about you. That's that's perfect, and that and that's how you do it. The funny thing is, in thirty years, I I think I've raised my voice maybe three times, and that was in my first two years of teaching. I, I realized it from the beginning that it it it's not about me. The, even and it's in both. Even when I'm in a, a show, so if I'm singing for five thousand people and they're screaming, and I've experienced everything you can experience as, as a rock star. The whole thing it's it's amazing. It's a blessing. It's cool, right? Um, but the fact is that I know that five, 10 minutes after the show, is everybody thinking about me? No, they're moving on with their lives. They're hitting their phones. They're checking their messages. They're doing all stuff like that, right? So everybody's kind of focused on themselves and stuff like that. And when you're a teacher, if you're especially dealing with preteens and teens, you got to realize that. And your job is to be there for them because they really need you right now where they're at in their lives. It's so incredibly important. So teaching is not is more than just checking off boxes of curriculum expectations and making sure that you cover your stuff. It's about really, really being for them and there for them and making them realize that my being there as your teacher is I'm there because of you. It's got nothing to do with it. That has to be the most humble thing any rock stars ever said. <laughs> I like, I love that, but it's true. It resonates. It resonates. We had a guest on that said like, even your highest flyers, have some sort of crisis happening and you have to be there for them. I love it. Yep. Yep. 100%. I, I, I love it. So I'm, I'm there for my students and I'm there for, you know, my say quote unquote fans. So the students from all over the world who also use the music and stuff like that. I mean, every day I get comments on YouTube or TikTok or, you know, whatever it is. And, and I try to answer them as, you know, as much as I can and stuff like that. 
think it's cool. It is. Now, so you, A to Z in the classroom, you, you got mm-hmm. explaining what's going on. We're living in a global pandemic right now, and teachers are really burnt out. What, what chapter would you suggest is like the most important? What would you say is the most important thing for teachers right now? Chapter H. Chapter H is heal healthy, healthy teacher self, heal thy teacher self. Okay, go, go yeah. on. So basically what it is is the funny is, is to remind teachers that the funny thing is that yes, you're there for them. But unless you take care of you, unless you don't, okay, unless you take care of you, oh, how do you say that? Unless you take care of yourself first, you, yeah, you can't be there for them. That's my point. Sorry. So unless you take care of yourself, you can't be there um, for them. So it is reminding you that you might need to get up early in the morning and do an exercise routine, you know, to stay in shape and stay strong and uh, make sure you're always drinking water. Um, and so I list a bajillion different things about how we should be taking care of ourselves. Um, and that's been a blessing in disguise because actually um, the book is almost been out for a year, almost been out for a year. And from the time I started writing it, till present right now i follow literally everything that's in that book because now i realize the heavy burden on me is to make sure that i am being a living example of what i've been telling everybody else to do so um it's it's been a a good thing for me because i'm even at my age i'm in the best shape of my life and so it's it's really really cool that's phenomenal and and you would have to be because the stamina to not only teach every day that 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 takes a lot out of a teacher but to also perform at the same time i'm guessing health has always been an important factor in in keeping you going because on top of teaching and rockstar you also have a family absolutely as well yeah very active family yeah we i mean our kids are in you know university and college right now but um especially when they were growing up they were very active like our, my son he played uh AAA hockey literally all over the world so he was like one of the best goalies in his age group so he played all over the world and our daughter played competitive basketball and so we were we were like not only just traveling all over the world for <laughs> yeah whose world tour are we on right now <laughs> really, we, we forgot yeah is it, is it basketball is it music what is it so um yeah no but uh, the key to all that the reason I've been able to do all this is because of my wife. I have an amazing wife who allows me to do this and supports me, you know, behind the scenes. And and, uh, she's just, you know, phenomenal. I think the concept of taking care of ourselves is so important too, just because in our, in the industry of of teaching so often, isn't that the last person we worry about? I got to tell you guys, I have a drawer filled with uh, perfect attendance letters from directors of education. And now when I see them, I shake my head. I can't believe that, you know, I I did that to myself. I missed doctor's appointments or I was sick, but I still, you know, went to school anyways and all that kind of stuff. So in the book, I definitely recommend not to do what I did (laughs) as far as far as that goes. Now, part of it was the fact that I would be teaching half a year and then touring half the year or I'd be doing shows during the year. Because I'm not sure if you're familiar, like how crazy my Hannah Montana life is. Um, but like, I'll literally be teaching on a Monday. And when the bell rings, I'll hop in my car, I will go to the Detroit Metropolitan Airport, and I'll fly to like, say, Alaska, for example. So I'll take the red eye that night to Alaska. The next morning, I'm hopping from the hotel to the theater. And then I'll do two sold out shows. And then I quickly head back to the airport that Tuesday night. And I do the red eye back to Detroit, drive back home. And the next morning, Wednesday morning, I'm back in class. To, to pull this off, I'm, I'm assuming you had an arrangement with your board or your school to 
for yes, this to every, happen. Yes, every school board that I've been with has very, I've been supportive because I'm basically, an, uh, I act as an ambassador, right, for, for my board. So, um, you know, it's a good thing. They understand uh, what I'm doing and, and working with other school districts and uh, trying to excite students for learning. Well, that goes back to something you said earlier, too, I think, really important. Sometimes teachers in their career, they feel like they might be stuck. But right from the get-go, you said, um, you know, you went in, I want to talk to these French teachers and see what, tell them what I have to offer. If you want something, sometimes you have to ask and you have to build it for yourself. And, and I think that's something that is almost like there's a fear about asking mm-hmm. for things when it's actually like a really, really healthy and wonderful thing to do. And, you know, simply by stating your position and being who you are and asking and following your own advice, you've been able to cultivate this amazing career as a teacher and as a musician. I I agree, Chris, because that's in my book. And I've been telling students and my own children this for years, ask questions. If I had any advice in life, it's ask questions questions life is so short and you're not going to get anywhere if you don't ask questions and if you want to get somewhere just ask questions it is unbelievable you want to be rich talk to rich people you want to be an athlete talk to athletes and say you know how did you get there let me know you would be just people would be so surprised how willing other people are to share with you now in some cases it's their ego and they just want to talk about themselves but that's okay listen (laughs) listen and learn and glean from what they're saying but in most cases People are happy to be mentors in different situations. And we've had that come up several times on this show. You need you just just ask. A lot, a lot of people are more than willing to reach out and help others out. I mean, as a, especially teachers, this is why we got into the, the field as well. And I want to hark back to one, one thing you said about as well, the, the disappointment in perfect edu- uh, attendance for all those years and what you did to yourself. Because mm. I think back to the the birth of my kids. So my first son, he was born just before summer vacation. So I got to spend the first few months at home with him, watch him grow. My daughter was born around Christmas and rather than taking paternity leave, I'm like, nah, it's fine. I'll just take the, like the week off and then I'll grind out the rest. And I'm never going to get that opportunity again. It's, no, it's such won't. a disappointment. Like I look up back that, like I am disappointed that I felt some kind of obligation that the world was going to stop unless I was in my classroom. Like that was horrible. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, every that's another lesson people need to learn. Everybody is replaceable. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad you say that because it's true. Like we have teachers who leave. Oh, we're you're, you're irreplaceable. We're not. We're gonna miss you. And they're hiring somebody right now to fill that spot. You know, <laughs> you, you scared me for a moment, Vito. I thought you were gonna turn to Chris and say, "Exactly." And Chris, by the way, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, poor Chris. You're the new full-time uh, co-host, by the way. That's right. I'll be with you. Yes, I'm oh, good. Today. I'm real co-host. Good. good for- <laughs> uh, th- thank you. Thank you for that, Tim. Like that's that's. Uh, I think you opened up a lot of uh, very important factors for for. Well, you, you, you know, okay. I, you know what I got to add though is I've had multiple teachers reach out about that chapter H in particular, <coughs> and have actually said that they've taken leaves of absence after reading chapter H. So I, I think. The whole idea of healthy teach yourself, heal thy teach yourself is is very important. And that's some of the biggest, um, I don't know, rewards, I guess, or compliments or, or things that have come out of the book is hearing teachers going, you know what, I stepped away. I realized I need to take care of myself. Um, so, I mean, there, I'm sure there's some school districts mad at me, but um, <laughs> but that's okay. Because they're going to get better teachers when those teachers come back. Seriously, check that out, Chapter H. And, and yeah. so many good points there. Holy cow. So what what are some things from 
what you do as a rock star on stage that you you bring into the classroom that help pace your your lessons or engage your students like for instance as a magician one of the things you learn is you build up to the climax right you keep teasing it teasing it teasing it and then you uh then you finally do your big your your, your big finale uh what, what, what anything like that that you, uh, you kind of transferred over because these are obviously transferable yeah. skills that's a good example of you actually because the same thing is when you're you're doing your your set list and chris can attest to this you got to know where to put the energy so you know we'll start off with a, a few bangers to get everybody really really excited then we'll get to some more uh, meaty songs then we'll actually go to some slow stuff and then we end really hard and loud and, and energetic and stuff like that well the same thing if you're putting together a unit and you're how are we going to go from the beginning to the end here you're going to you're going to spread those things out another way is right live in, in the class um in teachers college I, I remember being told you know don't be careful if you're just teaching to the right side of the classroom remember to move your head or remember to walk around remember to let everybody you know feel like you're paying attention to all of them it's the same thing when you're on stage if a, if a singer got frozen and only sang to the right side of the crowd the left side of the crowd um, would become very disinterested um, so it's everything from the biggie things to the little things those parallel thank you and i love how you said like where, where do you focus your energy uh, it's it's amazing because i know so, some lessons i know chris especially like you like to run around your classroom like it's, it's oh i'm a wild like a war, man like it's a war room <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh you know i i got rid of my teacher's desk because i don't even sit anymore but um well this year i do because i'm online but right i love that i love that where, where do you put your energy and where to make your focus that's amazing um let's let's shift then to talk about uh, online communities because you've really shown that online communities can make huge differences so we see your cahoots and other initiatives taking off can you speak to the uh, potential and building these communities yeah. for students and colleagues yeah i will because the other key to life other than asking questions is to embrace change now i'm pretty crazy i love change i've taught at five different school boards and i'm okay about switching schools in a moment and and uh, i love like some of the stories you 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 read in the book where you know i arrived at a theater and there's been only one working speaker or no working speakers and <laughs> i just sit there and i'm like all right cool what are we going to do? All right, here's what we're going to do. And I love change. So when COVID hit and things changed in March 2020, I was like, all right, what are we going to do? Like, let's do this. Our band knew, so the name of our band is new, plug for our band, yay, um, N-O-U-S, uh, was in the middle of a U.S. tour. And unfortunately, we had to stop and, and go back home. And we're like, what are we going to do? And then I had about seven different uh, consultants from different school districts got together with me and we created a plan about doing some online shows. And so from March to June of last school year, that's what I was doing online shows. Unfortunately, I had experience with that because five years ago, I started doing online shows. Um, I've always kind of done things ahead. I don't know why, because my brain goes a million miles an hour and I think of stuff and I try it. So um, I had the experience. So we did that. We probably that. And then we made him even better this school year. And now because of the demand, because there's just too many people, um, we do offline concerts where schools now fill out a concert menu, what songs they want me to perform, what questions they want me to answer, because I do concert interviews, so the kids get to ask me questions. And uh, we film every week. We take those menus from all the schools of the songs they want, and I literally perform here in my studio. And uh, so we have a film producer that comes, and we put together dozens and dozens of shows and send them out every single week um, to these schools, um, all part of change. You you mentioned the, the cahoots. So... That that is a cool thing that, that came out of it in March. I, I wanted to do that as well, so I started doing some cahoots, and uh, a lot of 
schools or teachers love to do cahoots and students love that. But I was like, that, that's not good enough. Let's, let's have everybody cahooting together. So uh, that's what I started to do. And it, it went really well. And Kahoot contacted me and we started talking about perhaps we even got to the point where we're talking about doing a TV show, actually, which was really cool. But then things got really bad again. And so left that for the summer. And then when the new school year hit, um, a nonprofit group called School Rubric, who has a network, contacted me and said, hey, can you host uh, International Cahoots with, for us? And so I, so I volunteer my time. I think that, that's an important thing, too, is, is volunteering as well. Like, uh, so much has happened in this year. You talk about the books, not even a year old, and it was like number one for the first eight months in nine different categories. That's ridiculous. That's a blessing. Um, out of that came concerts. Out of that, more came uh, conference appearances. Then it came to the point where we had to create three PD courses, Rock Your Student Engagement, Rock Your Teacher Toolbox, and Rock Your Classroom Management. And I work with now a lot of school divisions, almost as a curriculum consultant for like a COVID curriculum consultant. So helping teachers online living through all this. And uh, so that, you know, that came out of that. And then I started working as a, also as an official ambassador for kids help phone, because that's a very thing that's close to my heart. And uh, like all these things in less than a year have all spurned out of this because I love change. And I, I didn't sit back in March, 2020 and going, Oh no, it's over. Let's just get through this. I'm like, no, what can we do? What can we possibly do? There's so much we can do. Let's figure it out. That was my attitude. And I think it speaks huge too to like, okay, so major global pandemic comes down and you say, okay, what can we do to make this awesome for people, to make this awesome for kids, to make this awesome for students? Hey, hate to tell you this. I know you really wanted to teach LA, but we need you to teach some social studies. And how often is that the crusher instead of it's just a different course. What are we, What can I do to make this awesome? And I think that's an amazing attitude to have for every teacher. How can I make this awesome? This could be anything. Whatever it is, how can I make it awesome? That's such a great example. Just embracing the change. I, yep. I, 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 I've been at nine schools in this board uh, that I'm at right now. And okay. different roles and many times. And each time it's like, okay, just what are we doing? <laughs> you know? Drop in. Let's make it happen. Exactly. Uh, I even encourage teachers like um, sometimes teachers go, well, this is my classroom. Mm -hmm. And like, is it? I'm pretty sure it's the school district's classroom. <laughs> you are just occupying it right now. So yes, you make it a home or whatever, but you, you got to realize you got to be ready to move, ready to be mobile, ready to, to go with the changes. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I worked with a teacher once and his rule was uh, I, I always change schools. I, I go to a school I'm there long enough to win a rugby championship and then I transfer schools. So he's, it. he's managed like all, all these uh, schools in our board. I've won all these rugby championships. It's all him. He just keeps transferring schools, wins a rugby championship and goes to the next school. And that that's his marker that it's time for him to leave and go somewhere else. I, I, I find that fascinating that, that, that he sets a strict deadline for himself. Uh, and so I love the fact that you're embracing change uh, that, that this has been, uh, that, that's phenomenal. I just, I, I love, I love hearing this. This is fantastic. Sorry, I'm gushing. Uh, it's just, there's just so many wonderful things you're doing and have been telling us and have been teaching us and have been inspiring our listeners with, uh, we want to leave just, we want to hear more from you. Where, where can people go to get more from you, uh, learn more from you? Like, is there anything you would like to, anything you'd like to promote? I think the, the idea, what we've learned through 
during this pandemic is that things get better when we stick together. So if, if you want to try these cahoots every Thursday, we school rubric does these free cahoots and then they do tournaments, actual tournaments. You talk about rugby, you should, you should have your school join these tournaments. They're amazing. <laughs> um, but you can go to rockyourclass.com. We'll see these crazy cahoots that we do. They're free every Thursday uh, that students can try and, and you get prizes. And the whole idea is for us to get through this together. Stop thinking that you are alone because you are absolutely not alone. And there's so many fun things that we are doing. So come check it out at rockyourclass.com. Rockyourclass.com. Uh, go there. Stop listening. Don't stop listening. Finish this. Then go there. You know what? Stop listening and go there. Because you know what? The only thing we have to do now is veto, right? I'm looking at the time right now. You're looking at the time. It is the Paulson points time. time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Wow. Wow. Um, Paulson points tonight, my friends. There was such amazing things that we learned tonight. Um, I was was just spun. I was a sponge tonight. That was amazing. Number one, if you don't know what you're good at, try something. I loved your story about, you know, I didn't really want to be a teacher. I didn't know. I tried this. I didn't know what I was good at. Nope. But when something worked, when something caught my eye, I love that. Hey, if number two, then this ties right with it. If something does work, teachers, if something does work, go with it. You know, uh, for Steven, uh, it, it, it was raps and songs. What's your thing that works? Uh, number three, my friends, Polson point of the night. If you want something, you have to ask. You won't get anything unless you unless you ask, and that's such a powerful and amazing thing you can do. Hey, number four, friends, bring the energy that you want to see from your classrooms, from your audiences. Let the energy start with you. Uh, number five, even when you're a rock star. It doesn't matter how many awards you have up on that wall for being the best teacher, for being teacher zero. It's about the students. Um, Hey, number six, embrace change. Embrace it. Uh, And number seven, and I think this almost made it to the next section, but take care of yourselves. You gotta, hey, healthy teacher self, heal thy teacher self. Uh, Take care of yourself, my friends. But Vito, of course... We have the big vibes and big vibe. t- the big vibes tonight. And there were two things that just like smashed like right in my face. I loved it. Number one, I, I don't care what you're teaching. If you're teaching kindergarten to grade 12, if you're a university prof, if you're teaching in French, English, Spanish, I don't care. You heard the man. You're all rock stars. Just for being in that classroom and showing up for those kids, you're a rock star. The thing that really hit close to home for me the biggest vibe tonight don't be the teachers that you had be the teacher you are thank you so much for coming on the show uh it was just an absolute blessing to get to hear your stories tonight and learn from you uh thank you thanks for having me guys it's great talking it's like talking with old friends from strathroy Strathroy. Strathroy, yeah, back in our days, you know. <laughs> we used to when we had the band together, remember? <laughs> <laughs> then Jimmy left quit. Anyway. Pleasure. No, it was so so great to talk with you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unapologist Podcast. Join us next week when we'll talk with great people, learn new ideas, 
and tell the story of teaching as it happens. This is Vito and Chris signing off. Podcast.